Welcome to the Purple Pill Podcast. I'm your host, Robert. Um, We're also here with our co-host, Darren, in LA. Uh, The Purple Pill Podcast, this is going to be our first episode. A little bit about us. Uh, Purple Pill Podcast is just taking both the pills, the blue pill and the red pill at the exact same time. So we're going to give you the blissful ignorance and the reality of the situation all at once. Uh, And our host, Darren, take us into the first topic. All right, we're just going to go ahead and get it started like this. Our first segment is going to be, you should be fired. And we're going to go ahead and narrow this down today to the people who created the, well, you can just say the Pfizer company and Bill Gates for the vaccine. As y'all been seeing with the videos, people have been developing some crazy stuff. Like, uh, was it cerebral palsy with their face, I believe? It's, I don't want to smile about it, but it's crazy. Oh man, here we go. Here we it's go. crazy, bro. Like all these look, first off, Bill Gates shouldn't be involved. Like, I understand Microsoft, but he should not be involved with stuff that's going inside people's bodies, even though we consume the internet every day. I get that. But nah, these side effects on top of it, you can't be saying people should be getting this. And it's crazy because I know a lot of people who starting to get the, the vaccine just because they want things to go back to normal. But we we all know it's not gonna go back to normal quickly. Okay, what 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 makes y'all think that the uh, the, the vaccine is giving these people these things, man? Man, if it's not, it, it has to be. It has to be. It, it, you can't. You, what what? You can't have multiple people getting the same thing. You can't. From this one shot, from, these these people just magically produce these these effects. This is the fact. It's side that, effects. This isn't just something. It's that's side on, effects. That's on Facebook. Look, we don't know. We, okay, true. We don't know about that. But from what we know, from what we've been seeing. Nurses have been taking it and they've been getting messed up. If it's not, it's and now don't get me wrong, it's not every person that takes it, but it's we're starting to see some causes where people are getting messed up. And on top, I personally know, I personally know three nurses who have taken this shot and they are perfectly fine. They completely endorsed the shot, so I, I'm not 100% on it with that one. But this this Bill Gates thing though, you got me intrigued in this. I haven't heard about Billy Gates being part you of it. I need to know more about. Y'all this. haven't heard about Bill Gates trying to be Bill. involved with the. It's from the beginning. He's been saying people should be getting vaccinated. He's been. I mean, I I, I know he's pro vaccine. Like you know, don't don't run around here without a vaccine. But I didn't know he personally had hands in the Pfizer vaccine. You just dropped some knowledge on to me. That's all right. I'm going to have to do some more research, but I know he is. He's the main person pushing it that they're putting in front of people. What's the, what are you doing? Is he just trying to like, what, like, what is he doing? He's just trying to make sure people get vaccine. He, he don't even care. He don't even care who, which company is promoting the vaccine. Cause there's more than just the Pfizer vaccine. It's one more. Uh, I don't got it written down, but just one more. And he, he doesn't care as long as you get vaccinated. Either way, there's two different companies. You can't just be saying, uh, just, take one i think moderna actually is the other one i could be wrong let me google this i'm about to google <laughs> this okay hey, why are you so against bill gates so that's okay what I'm for, girl. It, it's not against bill gates it's people are saying this about him they are saying okay go ahead that people are saying bbc news is saying vaccine rumors are debunked as of one month ago by microchips and altering dna and more inside of these shots i, I don't know this might be one of those facebook Look, I, no i agree with that then no, that don't that don't sound real at all that don't sound real 
I'm but, talking about the cerebral palsy on their face. They do got in the GatesFoundation.org. They are pushing the vaccine very hard, so I can't see that they might. That's all I'm saying. That. He's the biggest person pushing it from the very at. beginning. Before we, before the vaccine was ever released, when it was being worked on, he was the biggest person pushing it. A hundred million dollar donation. Damn, yeah. Hey. He's heavily involved. What's he get back? What's what's he getting back that's, on that? That's that's, a good that's what the question truly is. So like, why are you that involved mm-hmm. in that? If it's just because you just want people to. You know, be healthy and stuff. That's cool, but at the same time, if you want people to be healthy, you probably don't want them and dealing with the tech company putting stuff in your body. Okay. Okay. To go to go with these, who? How much? How much are these vaccines? Who are these vaccines? Are you able to get these on normal insurance? Do you need super insurance? You got to be what? You got to be a white person to get it. Who? How, how are they rolling them up? I know. I know nurses and doctors and first line people got them first, but how? How do normal people? I don't. I just go to Walgreens. I'm gonna be I, from what I know. I think you gotta sign up for it first. Like you gotta like let them know that you're going in for it. Like, and then after that, you are gonna probably get it. I don't know personally. So you but, just call your doctor's office and be like, I want the vaccine. Yeah, I guess. I mean, they're not gonna call you, right? So yeah, that's the way I look yeah, at it. Or, or, or are they about to start calling you? That would be crazy. That would be nuts. So you talk. My, my dude, who, who he, I'm not gonna disclose no names. I don't, I don't want nobody getting paid or harmed <laughs> my voice. But he, he worked at an undisclosed location that served food, and uh, his his mother-in-law re- had been tested positive for COVID, and she works for the state, like Ohio State. So they automatically reached out to his employer, not even him, but to his employer, to inform them that he has been in contact with someone with COVID and they enforced it that he could not go to work for 14 consecutive days. Now that just... Imagine that. Okay. Now I understand the importance of that, but that sounds like a privacy, a privacy problem, right? Am I wrong? Like, y'all think... like how can a doctor tell you my business? Yeah, you can't do that, right? I thought you can't tell anybody's business. Like, am I wrong? Am I wrong with that? No. Is it just because of the right. pandemic? That don't sound right. I, yeah, that's the new one. That's the first time I heard that one. Uh, but luckily, yeah, he's salary, so he still got paid. But if he wasn't, I'd be pissed. Oh, bro, <laughs> could you imagine being hourly? Be like, bro, how am I going? Nah, bro, you gotta take your sick days with it. <laughs> nah, man, forget that. All I'm saying is, if they if y'all if they keep on messing people up, they need to be fired. We can agree with that, right? That's, I I agree with that. I if, agree with that. But I guess the real question is, are you gonna take the vaccine when it come up? I'm waiting a little bit. Yeah, you gotta I'm take, you gotta take the second back. You gotta you gotta see people turn out. I'm taking, I'm taking my time. I'm taking my time. I'm like, I told you, I see people getting vaccinated right now. I'm sitting here waiting. I'm sitting here waiting. Just, hey, you gonna keep posting? Nope, you not. You gonna stop posting? Or are you gonna tell us what happened? If, if everything. Isn't this one of the quickest? The last they year, ever the made? only. Yeah, the quickest one. It yeah. is. They said the quickest one before this took like four years, I think. It was something like this was like a quick the quick turnaround don't get me wrong we live in the technological age technology age where biotechnology they probably can get it a little bit quicker but i still feel like from four years to what six months like nine months right that's how long for the most part getting it made from like january to it was made in like four months it just took trials for it took yeah yeah trials yeah yeah, it just sounded like it was forced, and I I get it because everything do gotta go back to normal. 
but it felt like everything's I feel like it was just pushed. It was rushed. Like the public, the public uh, criticism was just like, yeah, it was like we need this, we need this, or everybody, everybody is gonna get it, or just not, or not make money because everything's still going to be closed. I, I can feel. I, I know when it when it comes time because I got kids and shit. So if if I need it for them to go back to school or something or. You know, I'll get it, but otherwise, I'm at home all day. Well, that's true. Cool. That's true. Oh, cool. I personally feel like I had COVID last time my dude was in the hospital. Like, I couldn't breathe for like a week. I feel like we had it a long time ago, and I didn't know what it yeah. was. Like, last October, last There's November. a couple people like that. I know somebody that was like that No, November 2019. They was the exact same way. It was like... I could like I couldn't even go over their crib because they was like, yo, this part like they too bad. You can't you can't come over. So I get it. I thought I had a really bad flu. The question is, that's that's the real thing. When did it really get introduced to America? That's my question. Like You know, I think I, I my my running conspiracy theory about how COVID came was through the bad test. You know how the e cigs and the dab pens all come from China. Yeah. I think that's how they. I think that's how they got here. Because everybody was just smoking old man shit. It was cool, but as soon as these dab pens came in, China, everybody, everybody coughing. Oh man, that's funny. I can see that. I can see that because those things was taking over, especially where we at. Those were taking over for a minute. It's funny you don't see those no more ever since COVID became a thing. You don't see those. Yeah. I don't see nobody breaking those everybody, out. Everybody. Everybody, you want to smoke? You gotta bring me some yeah. flowers. I'm not hitting yeah. you over there. Nah, people are stopping that midway through. Like, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Gotta kill that investment. I gotta kill that investment. Yeah, forget that. Uh, but did y'all hear about this next segment to teach me something new? Uh, y'all hear about uh, all the rappers losing money because uh, touring, right? They not touring. Yeah. Who is all the rappers? It's not even just rappers. It's all performers in general. All performers. Uh, All performers. Especially, like, if you uh, got those hits from, like, the 70s and the 80s and you just touring off of of those, it's over with. It's over mm -hmm. with for you. But you mean they ain't got no royalties? Or they don't all make shit? I mean, if you getting... Who playing songs from the 80s and 70s? Yeah, that's that's another thing. No. Yeah. Earthwood and Fire is right now on my phone nah. boy. all right but who they don't own their royalties that's for sure they signed the contract that's right. that's right. <laughs> nah but yeah it's some 360 does like rob said i didn't yeah. know that explain explain what what is the what is the 360 so for 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 the uneducated crowd like myself me personally i want to know when it was first introduced because it had to come out like right when streaming was a thing because oh, before no, all you that. Go ahead. The 360s deal has been around since since the day of time. Are you serious? No. Yeah, think about it. All right. Think what is it, it though? So, for like the music industry standpoint, uh, you, the reason why you would want to sign with like a big business or like a big company is so they can like distribute your mm-hmm. uh, music for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. So, if you're an artist, let's use uh, let's use like Chance since he, since he's independent. Uh, if you're an artist like Chance who wants to put out his music and try to get reach like a bigger audience, you want to sign with a big label and they might sign you for something like, let's say, a million dollars for your first two albums. 
So coming off the street, that sounds great. You get a million dollars to do two albums. Yeah. But let's say you're a biggest chance and it blows up and that album makes uh, $10 million. And you have like a hit single that made like probably like four of them. They get to keep that $10 million. All you get to keep is your oh. 500000 for that first album. Hell no. Yeah. So the argument hey. is, okay, I know I signed that deal, but since I made you all that money, I should at least get some percentage of that money since I'm since it's so much. But the argument back is, well, if you made less, so let's say the chances album didn't sell well and it did trash, it was terrible. And only sold like only made like fifty thousand bucks. Then the the uh distributor, the company, would have to eat that. And chance will still get his five hundred thousand. Yeah, but the thing is, so yeah, but yeah, yeah, but here's the thing about the 360 is that they making most of their money off of touring. So since streaming came around, you got the royalty for the streaming for well, you got the royalty in general. Now the artist very rarely gets a percentage of that. Then you got the streaming numbers. When the streaming came, that's when they was like, all right, we got it. The record companies like we gotta get involved with that. So that left money for the artists on touring now since they're losing money off of sales because sales ain't a thing streaming is the only way they're taking money out of their touring too so now these artists can't tour and before that they already had companies taking the money for the touring taking half the like a 360 deal the way is the reason why it's called 360 is because they're taking money from everything now before it was like oh you can keep you can keep your merchandise you can keep your touring now we need the touring the merchandise everything included we need a little bit more money of all that just because the sales is gone streaming is the only thing uh, that's why they said um certain artists they should just make deals with like itunes and apple directly and just release their album through there because you're going to give they're going to pay you so much more i think it was one thing i saw um, it was like spotify is worth so much more than universal music group i believe it's, it's worth ridiculous amounts more all of a sudden because you can just pay them to do it. Duh, and they can instantly market it to a hundred million people. Like that, Boom. like that. And all you got, and if you got the social media following, that's why they, that's why um, these record companies are only getting people with big buzzes off of social media, because we don't got to put no work into marketing at that point. You already did it all on social media, so now you about to come in. You gonna be hot. We gonna take the money from everything while you touring, and then. You just gonna go away. And if you look at it like Is this, this why it, especially with social media nowadays, the the big record companies don't got to do less. They have to do uh, less work because yeah. a lot of people are already coming in with this big following of people. Mm-hmm. So I already got uh, a million people following me on Instagram. I'm bringing all those people to bring my to my Spotify instead yeah. of before where they had to bring the uh, people to you. And they had to market you to them. You already got the you already got the people. Yeah. So the idea is, if you already got the people and the audience and the listener, why do you need the big labels anymore? Don't that you don't. I mean, you don't. If you're the artist, you don't. Everything is given to you on the internet that you can you can do it all. It's it's more work, but you keep more of the income. Is this why? Is this what they call the the what they, not Spotify? 
uh, SoundCloud rap era? Is this, yeah. is, this, is this what it all created? Yeah, that's Where what you, I created. Once you get your numbers high enough on SoundCloud, then you get a record deal. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That social media involved with it. Like, I view SoundCloud is just the first social media for music. The second they started introducing, like, you can add music into Instagram and all of that stuff. That's when it started going crazy. Because if you get a song, what it, what's it called, a challenge? Like any of those challenges on social media, mm-hmm. everybody, everybody and their mama doing that challenge. Everybody and their mama is streaming your song just to do the challenge. So your song just went through the roof. No oh, man. Yeah, the second a challenge happens, through the roof. Another problem is that they're talking about when you talk about streaming, is uh, they're always talking about how much the streaming really costs. Because you got to think about it. Back in the day, when there was albums, you bought the album. So you yeah. spend your twelve dollars mm-hmm. on the album. That's twelve dollars is going straight to the artist. Yeah. Like if I stream one song one time, how much is that giving it to the artist? Two cents, one one cent per stream. Less, it's less than that. It, I it, don't de- know. it depends on the. Uh, it depends on the actual um, company that you're going with that you're streaming from. I know the one that I got. It's it's probably like the less, like the least. It's, and I don't know that's wrong, but artists ain't getting paid that much when I when I li- when I listen to them. But I think title is the one where it's like the most, like you, like they paying like they're paying artists a whole bunch more compared to Spotify. other ones. I, so, I don't want to, yeah, yeah, Spotify, but yeah. Spotify says they pay about. 0.003 of a cent per every stream. That's crazy. And Spotify is probably the most known one throughout the world. Like, that's crazy. So they would have to get 10 streams to get three cents. Whew. Yeah, that's a grind. That's a grind for any artist, man. But I mean, if you get a hundred million dollars, a hundred million streams, but no, that's a good check. My what? That's a good. Yeah. You just got. Three million dollars for, and that's just Spotify. Like, <laughs> just, just Spotify. Yeah, just think about Spotify. Apple, title, all that other stuff. Justin Bieber is cashing, <laughs> huh? right? Yeah, that boy don't got no less than a hundred million dollars on each platform. Hundred uh, million streams. Right, as soon as the album come out, I know they be eating. I knew, I know. Okay. They might, the check might take a while, but yeah, I know they get it. Mm-hmm. Don't three sixty does something else though. I can't do it. Uh, let's see the most the most viewed music videos of 2020 are That's gonna be in the billions. Oh, I know that Drake video got to be in there. Really? It is at number. Okay, the first one is the Baby Shark one, but that's that's different. Despacito, 7.04 billion views. That's crazy. How that's much crazy. is that? Let's see. <laughs> That's crazy. Let's see how much that is. Good Times seven point. I'll do point zero zero. Shit, one two three. That's... I'm trying to make sure my zeros are straight and I'm fried. <laughs> <laughs> I need one more zero. One two three. One two. Think about it. That's how many cents they paying you that you got to add that many zeros. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> that's two hundred million dollars. 
I mean, but that's a couple billion streams, man. That's multiple people yeah, watching that video eight. over and over again. And then it's The Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. What the? Who? They got bread. That's a dope song, though. That's a dope song. Oh, yeah, they eating. Yeah. Bro, one, like, Jay-Z said it perfect, bro. Like, nowadays, like, you know, you just need one song and you, you good. You set for life. Because, like... Your, your boy Wiz Khalifa will never see you again. Yo, yeah. I mean, but the thing is, when Paul Walker died, like, that's the video everybody goes to, like, to just, like, mourn him. So when that happens, money, man. That's it's just money. Crazy too. It is a good song. I ain't gonna lie. I saw him perform that. That's a good song. That's a good song. Billion views, bro. I've never seen anything a billion. I don't think I've seen a billion videos. <laughs> bro, yeah, bro. And, yeah. <laughs> man. These ones are good. Bro, yeah. people be watching them, bro. Like, you gotta imagine. Like, when they first come out, they get 100 million like that. If it's for the right moment. Mariah Carey, for example. Uh, she, Mariah Carey, no wrong this way. Yeah, she not. But she got a, that one song that come that comes on every Christmas. Uh, I, yeah. That song will probably pay a good check every year. Because like, of how much people play it. People play it all the time when it comes around that time of year. She gets, I guarantee you, she get that check in like March or May and just be balling the whole summer. Yeah, she probably get a million year off that. Off that song. Exactly, right? Exactly. As soon as that song comes on. She only, she married to a billionaire. You know, I used to have the biggest crush on Mariah Carey. I remember that. Growing up, <laughs> that shit was wild. You couldn't tell me nothing about Mariah Carey. Right, right. So, so how, so then how are independent artists then if, if our independent artists? Do they consider them independent because they're not in these 360 deals? Not. Are they independent because they're just not with the large? I mean, both. I mean, they're not with a large company. That's most mostly the main thing. As long because you're doing most of the grind yourself. You're doing you buying all the all the equipment. You probably if you're a rapper, you probably buying the beat or you making the beat. You then you gotta rap. Then you gotta market it. Then you gotta promote it. Like this. So then how is it any different than having a big company do the same thing and still have to pay for it? I mean, they... It's only different. They give you just don't see any of those res residual incomes. Uh, the biggest difference... You probably just won't make as much money because you probably just won't have as much outreach. But who's a rapper that came out around the same time as Chance? When did Chance? Who's a rapper? Like, 2013? Yeah, something like that. Well, that's when I first started hearing about him. Um... I know YG for YG. That's the perfect analogy I can get. Well, 400. That's my dude. But when they came out, you could tell, like, if they were doing the same numbers, let's just say hypothetically they was doing the same numbers, Chance is making more money. Because they don't... You think so? Yeah, there's no question. Because he, it's no, like, people, there's less people touching that money. Like, YG has YG. He signed to Young Jeezy. Young Jeezy signed the Universal Music Group. Uh, then they got to distribute the song. They got to get the radio play for the song. They got to get him on tour. I'm not saying he's on the 360 deal. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot more people that got to take that money. That they're just earned. They just deserve it first. Okay. So is let's 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 let, is is Kate Kendrick Lamar? Is he an independent rapper or is he signed to a big one? He signed. He signed. Yeah. Okay, so he signed. Kendrick Lamar signed. Let's say, 
else is who else is an independent rapper that is is was Khalifa independent? No, he's uh, I was about to say he might be now, but I know he didn't start off like that. He wasn't at first. Yeah, he, and he might okay. he might still be signed. I thought he owned his own record label, not to deviate. But what I was trying to compare was a well-known signed rapper and a well-known independent rapper, and see what the differences were. Maybe that way I could I could finally understand this. I mean, that's. That's pretty much how you get it. Even when you get to the rappers that got their own labels, I was just re- recently watching a video on this. Somebody's like uh, Rick Ross. Uh, Rick Ross got his own label, but it's it's through Atlantic. I don't know how to explain it. Like it's like the parent company. Okay. Yeah, they're just, yeah, yeah. So they just they just are distributed by other another company. They just pay distribution costs. But everything else is in house, right? I would assume so. For those artists. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, my understanding. Kind of. For artists mm, of that caliber. Kind of, but not really. Like, let's say, um, like Chance's first couple projects, you never hear like a Pharrell on a beat. You never hear a Timbaland. That's because he has to pay them directly for that, for that beat. The record company can pay the producer straight up off the top. Yo, here's 50000 make this beat chance being an independent artist or anybody else like like him wouldn't be able to just be like all right here's fifty thousand dollars make this beat they have to be like they have to make their own beats like or they either have to, to, deal to like, maybe or buy it through somebody else that's a less well-known producer yeah that's, then how how did the gucci mans and the other trap gods come out they have money they just hold up hold up hold up hold up hold up hold up gucci is a totally different Totally different. Animal. <laughs> he was independent, wasn't he? I would say so, but you gotta also remember all those producers, the Zay Tobins, the Mike Brothers, all in house. Yeah, but you didn't know. We didn't know about them until they jumped on Gucci stuff. We didn't know. We didn't know that they their beast was that. We look. Gucci so icy was the thing that pushed them up there. Exactly, it pushed them up there. <laughs> And then when he started working with the underground producers, everybody in the world was like, yo, these producers are crazy. Like, these producers are nuts. So that's, I think, they really started getting their stuff from. I don't, I wouldn't, like you said, coming out the hood, rapping and shit, yeah, I I can see someone say, I get you a million dollars to make me an album, because I'm about to just drop a quick album. And you know, make my million dollars, get me another record deal. But like, how do the four two Dugs and how do the little babies and them? How do they survive? Uh, how, how are they? How are they living out here? Then, if, if everybody's just eating their money, I mean, I don't understand how they. I think a, how they able to afford these hundred thousand dollar chains and these four million dollar houses. But you gotta remember, they getting paid in advance that they gonna have to pay back. Not necessarily them. I don't know what they do. But they getting paid in advance. Like if I got signed today, they're giving me like twenty million dollars. Here you go. Here's this twenty million dollars. But here's that. That's just twenty million dollars. That's a loan. It's a loan because you're gonna pay it back. And if you're not gonna pay it back, you're just gonna be. They're gonna own your music catalog forever. So let's say if you wanted to play, if you wanted to put out an album, you would never be able to put it out without getting cleared through the, uh, the record company. There's a lot of lot of people who are artists that are signed somewhere and you'll never hear about them just because they can't put out their music. 
thing rich homie Quan was just saying this like he got he signed his deal and he couldn't put out music for the longest because what, what happened to Kwani? because they owned him they owned his music they owned it like they, they'll tell you if you can't put out music and you can't you can't do yeah, nothing about it that's why uh prince changed his name to that symbol back in the day they owned his music he was like nah i'm not i'm not going out like that change our whole persona yeah. uh, i'm gonna change my whole my whole name and everything so now i'm not the same person exactly it's contractual man everybody's situation is probably different anyway that's gotta fuck him up though like how do that work for them in like child support like do they not work it like they children's is you know they maybe mamas want that million dollars every year still what's going on Byron, where's my money you said what right they probably still have to pay like a percentage of it through the government it's just probably just more money coming out up front yeah probably yeah just through the tax but still that's you make a good point i mean you can't just ask for a million dollars because you got a baby right no Drake's baby. You got, you got, it has to be some type of percentage of your income Oh, yeah, but my but my 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 income because I'm a rapper can fluctuate. My dude can put down. I made a thousand dollars this month and pay me under the table. No, what? Like when was the last time Chief Keith went touring? And I know that nigga got kids, <laughs> and he's not paying nothing. <laughs> Look, man, I I don't know. I don't know if they not paying nothing or if it's a legal loophole or they just got jail time coming in the future. I don't nigga, know what it is. That nigga just that nigga just bought a Urus. Like he, he, his baby mama, his baby mama was on Twitter lighting him up. Oh man. And his response was, but look at the years, though. I was like, yeah, <laughs> they coming for you. The Alphabet Boys is coming for you. Oh, yeah, it's they coming. coming. They coming. There's just nothing you can do about that. There's nothing you can do about that. I don't know. So, like, the Drakes in the world aren't hurting from this. They kind of lost trouble. No, Drake's in the house. No. Oh, my God. I don't want to be sad. Yeah, don't look at it. <laughs> should I go? Should I go? <laughs> I'm going to go. It's going to make you feel like you're not doing enough in the world. <laughs> Trust me. Drake. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I need a so. uh, NBA regulation size indoor basketball court. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. I need to sell drugs. <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, bro. Like, nah. Drake, Drake's on a different level. But he probably not hurting for money. No. He probably not hurting for money. But. He different, bro. When he put out that, uh, what, what album was it? That Scorpion album? He said he got 20 million for both sides. Wait, what? Oh. What? He's, he's got a for both side A and side B. What? From who? From that Forty million dollars. Apple. You talking about Apple Music? Yeah, it probably did. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. No, I think it's Disney paid him that. This is wonderful. I need. That's not- this, is, this is what I need to do. Degrassi season eighteen coming out. I need to start my acting career because <laughs> this is where I need. This is where it brings you. This is right. Aubrey Graham. You go, my guy. You know what's crazy? When I was in high school, and when the Kendrick Lamars and the J Cole, the J Electronicas, mm-hmm. and the Currencies, and everybody was hot. Everybody was. Everybody was. Oh, he the best. He the best. I was like Drake, the best for y'all. 
I was saying nah. it from day one. Nobody listened. Was, Nobody listened. I didn't think that. I didn't think that. That was, that was a debate, though. I remember those days. I remember those days. People were coming since, down. Since Houston led to Vegas. Houston, hey, that oh, was man, you that was a record. That was a record. That was a record. That was a record. I'll never forget. I got caught one time in class losing the computer. It was this quick story. Bro, why was I? I was just so much in love with that song. I actually looked up to see if there was a place called Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, overseas. I thought it was a place somewhere in Europe or something. I'm like, oh, no. Girl called us and, like, she called me while I'm looking it up in class. She was just like, it called me out in front of everybody. I was like, dang, yeah. That was, yeah, that was the worst. But, hey, I don't know. Back then, it was a real debate. That was a debate back then. People was like, nah, Wiz is the best. Nah, Wayne is the best. Nah, Drake is the best. That was a debate back then. I I was always Team Wayne, so when this when this young man came out with on Wayne, and I, and I heard what they was doing, I was like, y'all need to watch out for this light skinned man. He got an afro, but he nice. He nice. I think he, nobody. Was like, oh no, Tiger's better than him. I was like, who is Tiger? No, nah, no. Nah, nah. <laughs> nobody could predict uh, Drake's run though. Drake had a crazy run so far from back then. Cause the first song that I was like, yo, this dude's actually like really nice was that Money to Blow with him. Wayne and Birdman. Yo. Bro. <clears throat> oh, my God. When I first Bro, heard... I told niggas from 100 pounds ago he was going to be... Bro, what, 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 I... Like 25 cent on 25 mil? Nah, you talking about uh the motto. Oh. Yeah, nah, I'm talking about where Wayne at the end of the song just said the perfect line. And it, it really meant... He, he meant it. He's like, we're going to be fine if we put Drake on every hook. I was like, yeah, yeah. Ever since he said that, it made sense. No, <laughs> no, Speaking of hooks, I know I'd be late to music, but uh, they I heard today a French Montana song where he is on the hook and it was phenomenal. That's all French it Montana can do. That's all he but can hold do. Hold on. I'm sorry. But, but this, <laughs> one, this one hit me. This one, this, this, this one, when you got free time, it's called Hot Boy Bling with Jack Harlow and somebody else. But just, just listen to it and tell me when he was on and he was on this course. I was like, this, this thing, is, this thing, a French got it, man. Yeah. I be hating on French so hard. Bro, me too. Nah, right? He be killing choruses. I give him that. He killed. He'll kill a hook. But his verses is where I be like, ah, man. Like you gotta be. I think uh, I was about to say. I think you just gotta be from New York to like to really like vibe with it. Because I just be sitting there like. Nah, man, I can't get this. I can't. He'll come into a song and just destroy the whole song with his verse. I like it. I like it. He got good energy. When they was doing a little, he got good energy. Little ice challenge. Yeah, his shit was blinging. It was. Man, you're That's crazy. That's crazy. What y'all think uh, about this? The top five. Which I wait. What did I say? What did I say in the chat? This is top five discussion lessons learned or reiterated. What y'all think? I hear shit. What's up? Uh, top five the discussion lessons learned or reiterated in 2020. So what you like? Top five, top five discussion. You had to make a list of top five things that 25 that 2020 taught you. You know what? Let me write this. All right, yeah. Go ahead, Rock. White people are a trip. And like I already knew that, but the I can't stand white people. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. You mean I, the racist? Really you mean the racist from the summer? Nah, bro. It's everything, bro. Do you see white people are crip walking now? <laughs> they got little white kids crip walking on TikTok. They're, they're giving tutorials how to crip walk. Who's teaching them this shit? I don't know. Online, bro. I have this little 12 year old right there. Little kid just going. <laughs> oh man, that is nice. He's hitting that shit too. That's the problem. Dude, what you mad about, bro? they going to have to learn the I'm gang culture. Well. They don't give a fuck, bro. They don't culture appropriate anything. <laughs> you black Chris. Man, you... Chris Brown teaching them how to do this shit. You see his music videos? Look, but look, let's just be honest, though. Ain't none of those little kids gonna crip walk through Compton, through any dangerous neighborhood. They ain't gonna crip walk anywhere to do that. So I don't know. You can't. I want to. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, Rob, you can't hate them for that, man. They kids on top of it, man. That's some bullshit. <laughs> I, w- I went to the smoothie place and I seen this this child, maybe 14, 15 years old, white boy. He was there with his grandma. This nigga pants was sagging lower than mine. I was like, what is. I was over here looking at him, I was like, damn, I feel, I don't feel safe. <laughs> like, what's what this guy doing? Weighing his shit down. Nah, man. You know? See. And, and Grandma was like, what do you want? He was like, you know what I want, man. He walked off. I was like, what do he want? You better order his meal, You better get it right. <laughs> you know what you want. Do not get that wrong, bro. Yeah, nah. I was like, he going back to the car. You gave him the keys once he grabbed him. I didn't feel safe at all. <laughs> right, nah. Look, that... That, I feel like all that's supposed to come. I feel like, I feel like as time goes, people, I don't know. And they kids, like that's a kid too, 15, 16 year old. Everybody just needs to be punched in their chest one good time and their pants get pulled up. That's the way I look at it. Parents don't whoop their, how do you, all right, small tangent. Parents don't whoop their kids no more. Who? Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know who you talking about. Who don't whoop their kids? Parents don't whoop their kids no more. Nah, people whoop their kids. White parents may not whoop their kids. I don't know, bro. Nah, I feel like my mom's not going to my uh, little brother. Nah, well, hold on. Oh, Time out. What, what, what's the problem? Is she tired? I'll pull up. Yeah, I was about to say, when parents get older, when parents get older, sometimes they do get a little bit more nonchalant with the youngest, with the youngest. They get away with the most. So. Nah, I will pull up. My arm is still strong. Right? Look. You said white. You said white people don't whip their kids. Yes, they do. In twenty twenty, saying all, staying day, staying at home with them all day. I bet you. I no, bet you no, did. I bet you then they started whipping their kids. Uh, they still be cussing out their parents. They, white white kids. Are, white kids are different. They're different. They're different breeds. But you saying that? But you remember that episode of uh, Boondocks with Milton? Oh, right, 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 right. But that kid, that kid was bad, bro. Oh, I guarantee you, there's some black, there's some, there's some black kids trying to disrespect they And I bet you, I bet you, there's people that just looks at them like, wait, I know you ain't talking to your mom like, oh, she about to tear you up, bro. She's about, man. That that's how I feel. That's how I feel. I feel one of the top five things I learned is that people are impatient people are impatient like 2020 talking about the virus and the people wanting the vaccine quicker people are impatient when i first saw that the longest like the shortest we've ever got a vaccine was four years i was like oh we're we're doomed i was like because this this is the this is the time where people just want instant gratification they want to quit they need to quit 
when people was like, I want to go on vacation. We saw what was happening in Florida on the beaches uh, when uh, the pandemic was first happening. People, people are just impatient. Like they just like patience. There's, I don't think anybody has like legit patience with anything that happened in 2020. I'll put it like that. Okay, so that was my first one you stole. Oh my god! So I'm gonna have to replace <laughs> it. My first, my my first one was that I'm not impatient at all. That's why I figured out this year. I'm I'm an impatient son of a, you know. But uh, I'm, I'm gonna switch mine to a. I'm gonna switch it to a question I had for 2020. Since mine got changed, where did all of the homeless people go? Los Angeles. Wow. Wow, that's a good question. Well, well, I mean, we had a homeless problem in the United States for how long, and we had this pandemic that was raging through everywhere, and everybody was dying. But where, where were these homeless people who have no access to easy medical care and real shit? They're probably still on the street. The street. You know? Yeah, yeah I mean, like but, the, there, uh, but there's a pandemic. There's a curfew. I mean, there's a curfew. Better, what are they doing? You on better there? get to your cardboard box by the curfew time. Facts. That's because that's the only way I could look at it. Because all they could do, all the police officers could do, is either take you to jail, or probably take you to like a homeless center, right? They probably like nah, bro. They, they can't take you to jail. When the pandemic was happening, they was letting people out of jail, so they probably like nah. They nah. I don't think they was just letting or taking them to jail. I think they say get get off the streets, get off to where you're supposed to be. Like I went to California, right? And I was in LA. I saw a lot. Of, well, obviously, there's a lot of homeless people out there, but. It just seemed like LA is different. It's kind of just normal life out there, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like they all still there. It'd be crazy if all the homeless people survived COVID nineteen. Like not one homeless person got COVID nineteen. So I I saw an article not too long ago. The reason why this question even came up to me was I saw an article that in San Francisco. Uh, the funding was running out and the homeless people were being evicted from the hotels. It looks like uh, the homeless people were sent to hotels and were being put up in hotels and were able to order room service and have clean sheets and things that's like that. Cool. On, tax, cool. on tax dollars. Oh, that's not cool. That's I don't know how true this story is. I don't know how great this article was. I was on Reddit just Ooh. browsing and, I, and that's when it, I was like, where did all the homeless people go? So that was my number one where question for 2020. It was some article I, saw San Francisco? I don't know I think it was San Francisco I think that's what uh, I said If I find it again I'll share it through That, the that sounds right though Because California is a very liberal state That's not something like, that's something like they would do and, and California That's something else I learned Just visiting there This California is a crazy state Their laws don't make any sense to me To any sense to me Bruh, Not even like California I can understand Like you can live outside on the beach Do what you gotta do yeah. But let's say Ohio Wisconsin, Colorado, it's cold. Like, where are you about to go? Where? <laughs> I mean, but the thing is, COVID nineteen, we didn't experience it until the winter, until just now, just recently. Like, it just recently got. COVID's cold. been around since last winter, allegedly, and everything got shut down in what January, February. People started losing jobs in March when it hit hardcore. Yeah, March. Yeah. So. If you know all these healthy people who have regular checkups and you know go to the doctor all the time are dying, where are the homeless people? That's a good. Oh, they on? probably tried to set up a bank account to try to get their stimulus check. That's what I would have did. 
can they? I don't. Would I they don't even know. have done that? I don't know. They probably needed some type. Of like money. you have, you had to have filed taxes, and if you're, I would assume you're not filing taxes, right? Yeah, I'll probably live off the grid. Yeah, if I'm homeless. Yeah. I mean, my yeah, that's, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'll still try it. Unless you're, know. unless you're trying to like you know rejoin society and you're working with somebody and you just happen to file your taxes, then you're on the come up. But mm. I don't think that that's normally the case for those type of people speaking about homeless people though one more thing i did learn about this year is that the rich like reiterated that's why i should put reiterated the rich get richer and the poor get poorer that that year this year 2020 taught me that like the most extreme people waiting for stimulus checks really need their stimulus checks they are trying to figure out how to survive you got jeff bezos and i'm sorry just to use his name but and the way his money went up. <laughs> the way his name the way his money just went through the roof man it just it, it, it skyrocketed i mean people stay at home so it makes sense but the rich get richer the poor get poorer that i feel like that's the that's the underlying theme of america that you start to learn in 2020. Hey, but the thing about america is the more and more i talk with you darren the more and more i just think about it mm-hmm. the thing about america is it's it's once you're rich they say it's easier to stay rich just yeah. money makes money right? money makes money yeah. common yeah so what about if, if i had five thousand dollars in the bank and every month i get one percent apr and you have two hundred dollars in the bank and every month i get you get two percent apr who's gonna have more money just off rip. yeah yeah <laughs> no man yeah but it's crazy through a pandemic where you think it's, money is going to be spread out a little bit more. That, nah, nah, we not, nah. That's the thing, the rich. I feel like they just, they, a lot of them just said, give me, give me, give me, I'm, I'm going to hold this. I'm going to hold my money. I'm going to put it into stuff that I know is going to make more money. Like, go, I think gold went through the roof at one point. Now we're starting to see Bitcoin and cryptocurrency start going through the roof. Like, that made like $5,000 in the past month. Mm-hmm. My other, my other uh, thing I learned this year was uh, don't be, don't be loyal to any of these big companies, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I used to work for these one of these big companies. You know, I was I was pulling the fifty hour weeks. I was doing weekends. You know, I was out of college, ready to go, right? I was on a project for the longest time, telling these people get me off this project. They weren't listening to me. They weren't listening to me. COVID finally happened. Everybody got sent home to work from home. I'm still telling them, bro, get me off this project. One day the project came to an end. They're like, oh, just sit on the retainer. We got you. You're one of our good resources, LA. We won't let you go. These motherfuckers called me on April Fool's Day and told me I was let go. Bro, that's a crazy ass day. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think a lot of people learned that, though. They learned that for multiple, like not even just that, that scenario. That's a that's the scenario that a lot of people went through. But imagine the people when COVID was happening, like really happening. They actually still had to go into work every day when other people was getting sent home. I know you just said that, but those people that really wanted to be like, look, send me home. I don't want to do this no more. I, I, yeah. We're in here, five people tested positive, and y'all got half the office working from home, but I'm still here. Like. I, I get it, man. These companies, they don't care. You are dispensable. People are dispensable at their job. 
it, which was crazy too because you know like that brought up the whole racism thing like out of the people who got let go like maybe one percent if even were of non-minorities yeah like all the minorities were all first all the indian guys all the black guys we were all first one of the guys who i trained while there for my three years had his job while i got let oh, go for four months i can't stand that for four nah, months i can't stand that. he had a job nah, nah. and i'm like that's crazy so they'd rather pay this that i trained. was he getting paid less than you or something i don't know what he was getting paid it don't even matter loyalty loyalty is not now not a pandemic with companies that's why they, that's just that's just the truth and it was crazy because, like, before it even happened, I started searching around for another job, and I did get another job, but I went to HR, and I was like, you know, I'm putting in my two weeks. They're like, oh, I love you, don't want you to go, you're a good, you're a good worker, da, 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 da. we'll match what they're paying you with 5%. I was like, you know, you guys are going to match my pay from there, I'll stay. I thought, you know, we had an understanding. Mm -hmm. Nope, they didn't give a crap about me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. I was salty, though. At first, when she called me to this little white girl, call me, she was like, she was like, hey, LA, we just want to let you know, uh, we're letting you go. I was like, ha, very funny to pay like. <laughs> 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 Her boss called me back like, hey, Michaela says you thought this was a joke. It's not a joke. You're fired. I was oh. like, oh, thanks, Beth. Dang. Thanks, Bethany. That's great. <laughs> That's great. Um... And then they called me back like a week later, like, yo, you still got our MacBook? Can we get it back? I was like, I've never seen your MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Right, oh, buddy. I would have been like, nah, I left yeah. that at my office. I don't got it. Yeah, y'all fired me a month ago. It must have got lost. Exactly. I'm pretty sure I sent that back. <laughs> nah. What about the summer, though, y'all? For the summer, which I... Here's the question I guess I would ask, uh... With everything that happened, Maude Aubrey, uh, man, it's so, we lost so many people to this. I can't remember everybody's names. That's the most terrible thing. Breonna Taylor, all those, all those names. Do y'all think uh, with everybody that went out and marching that there's still hope in this country? Or you think the hope is just like, over with? No, I, I think I lost so much with 2020 because of everything? Yeah. I don't think Let me, we're gonna see real change into this country until like I'm long, until we're, like long gone. That's crazy. Do you think? Uh, go ahead. I was gonna say what? What was the point? Was it in the summer or was it recent that made you start feeling like you was hopeless with it? I think it. Uh, I, um, it was the it was the one where the dude had where they put the knee on this dude's neck. George George Floyd. Yeah. yeah. That's when I was like, and that's not what, watching that video is not what hurt me, is watching people try to justify it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Like, to justify it, trying to say, oh, he's he was on drugs, he's a drug addict. Like, and that, like, that gives them the right to do it. Yeah. If your cousin was a drug addict and I put money on his neck, did he deserve it? I mean, wait, what? I, I, nah, nah. At the end of the day, nah. What you think, LA? You still hopeful? So, so, okay. I'm gonna try to explain this in the most sensible way I can. I've had this conversation with people before. I, I have been very hurt by this year. I'm disappointed. 
and you know it sickens me by what I've seen but I it gives me more hope because it, it opened my eye to see how much more growth we have as a country to make so going down that path will be a journey and you know I I am afraid of what will happen before it starts getting better because you know it has to get worse before it gets better yeah. but once it does get better it may not be for us like Rob said but you know our kids our kids kids it might be better I'm hopeful for that but I had this conversation about what what creates the racism right like what what is it systemic is it environmental is it is it something people are born with and like the only thing i've come down to understand is that it is it is just based off of fear and ignorance if if you if you see somebody and just and just based off of their color or their hairstyle or the way they talk or the way they move, you are uncomfortable, you are afraid to the point where you don't want them to be around you, you don't want them to live, to breathe the same air as you, you are afraid of that person. For you to go after a child with three full grown men with weapons, what, 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 you, you have to be afraid. There's, there's no sensible reason for it. And, and where does that fear stem from? I don't personally understand. I don't agree with it. It must be something that is that is in the water. I, I personally don't understand it, but it has to be fear. I think that is what it is. So once these people are no longer afraid of black people and black culture, and they understand and embrace and accept it, I think this shit will start to change. I lean more towards ignorance. When you say those two things, I say I lean more towards ignorance and then the victim having a fear for their life. Like, that's just the way I look at it. I'm not, because I'm not saying a fear for your life at all. No, uh, it's just general fear of that person regardless if they're even looking they could be chewing gum on the sidewalk and you look at that person oh he's got dreads i'm afraid i'm gonna go call the cops he's probably selling drugs like what like what you're just see to us and i think to any black person that's not sensible like that's not a sensible fear like it's not it doesn't make sense like if you're in a, if you go to another country and they're doing something that's normal in that country but it's crazy to you like let's just say i go to Botswana and they, they're, I don't know, I'll just throw the country out there. And they, <laughs> they like literally fighting, like fist fights. And this is like everybody, like in a circle, everybody just watching these two people fist fight, like fight club or something. And somebody turns to you and say, Yeah, it's going to be your turn soon. And then that's the person you're fighting. You're going to be like, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm a foreigner. I'm not doing this. I think the ignorance is the, is the thing. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I think ignorance is giving them too much credit. I think, I truthfully believe to be a racist, I think it's a learned behavior. And I think it's specifically learned from uh, probably Parents. your environment, your family, and where you're born. Yeah, but that's what. But what what are they teaching? To be hateful yeah. or to, to what, what hateful. are they teaching? You're literally teaching. So think about how impressionable like a baby is. And just imagine saying mm-hmm. something like, uh, like, like around your five year old, say something like, you know how white people make those little slick comments? Like a little slick comment around your five year old. They're going to remember that in their head. Either maybe consciously or unconsciously, that's going to be remembered in their head. So maybe yeah. when they're seven years old and they see a black person for the first time, they might think that thought subconsciously in their head. And that's always going to be implanted in their head. And just that type of rhetoric getting repeated. Once you hear something so many times, no matter if it's true or not, it becomes the truth. All right, and that's that's, that's why. But that's why I ask that because every once in a while you get on social media, we don't got much time, we running out. But uh, 
when you get on social media you saw so many people white kids younger who's like looking at their parents and being like wait you're wrong like we know that you're wrong like i'm a kid and i know that you're wrong so how are you an adult and i'm t like there was i know one girl um at least it's, it's all social media so anything could be fake um the girl got kicked out of her house because of the way she was thinking she wasn't gonna vote for trump and like everything that was happening she was just mad about it. and her parents was like nah you gotta go like you gotta go you gotta get out of here so that's the reason why i like is it hopeful because you do have some white kids who would take it there with their parents and and tell you those who are brainwashed tell you the truth um that's all i ever asked people to do i remember one girl uh she cool she's dating my homie she was like uh yeah they're both white but she was telling me about how she went out to dinner with her dad or somebody and he said something that was racist and she she felt uncomfortable telling him that she, he was that he was wrong in that moment so in my in my mind all i would ask for a white person is to stand up like like you should like and i feel like if it's wrong it's yeah wrong. and i thought like, the same way you would stand up for your gay friend if someone called him an f word same way you need to stand up for your black friend if they call him an f yeah Amen. hopeful and even if it's Bobby behind approved. even if it's be Bobby approved we got that approved. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right rob take us home man all right thank y'all for listening Say Bobby approved <laughs> right, Bobby approved podcast uh my name is robert that's darren yeah. Yo, yo. Okay. We'll see y'all next time. Thank y'all for listening. Peace.